pick your favorite female celebrity. Just pick one, right? She's had a yeast infection. Mm -hmm. It was the worst. It was like, I felt like something was alive in there. Just gooey, gooey. The discharge, you're like, that's scaring Why? me as you're saying this. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a wedgie. You know, you no. can just kind of get that out you on can't. the seat. <laughs> it's itchy. It's itchy, 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 itchy. Hey guys, it's your girl Mandy B. And yes, it's probably a shocker, but we are back here with another episode of Period Sis, brought to you by none other than the official box owner. Ladies, if you were able to get your hands on our most recent box, Yes, baby. That's right. I'm here again with a brand partner from that box, Millennial Naturals. And I'm super excited to have the conversation regarding her feminine journey, as well as Millennial Naturals as a brand. So yet again, it is another tale of womanhood for women by women. And guys, I want to give a very warm welcome to, I'm, I'm going to call her Miss Pussy Pablo the CEO of Millennial Naturals. What's up, girl? Thank you for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me, Miss Mandy. I'm so honored to be here. As we always do, let's start with your journey. Can you let me know, before the birth of Millennial Naturals, what was the beginning of your feminine hygiene journey? Talk to me. Well, honestly, I didn't really have a good feminine hygiene journey. I was not taught properly how to keep down there clean. I come from a very strict African household background. If anyone knows anything about Nigerian parents, you they know that they're very strict. There are certain things that are left, you know, hush-hush off the table, especially things dealing with women and feminine health. I don't know why that is. It's very I was misogyny. just about to ask why. So you so you have to understand that I had no clue or no knowledge to feminine health in any way, shape, or form. The only thing that I did know was I went to one of my cousin's house and I noticed that she had some Summer's Eve and Vagisil wash in her bathroom. So I thought to myself, oh, okay, so maybe that's what I'm supposed to use to keep down there clean because I didn't know anything. So I went and purchased Summer's Eve and Vagisil like everybody else. So I was using that for quite some time. And of course, over time, it started wearing my vaginal health down. I started getting weird odors. My pH started coming off very quickly. Um, I started getting BV back to back, especially um, when you're in a relationship. And, you know, if you're having unprotected sex and, you know, your guy like, you know, coming in, you know, shooting up the club. <laughs> to get a little. Yeah. So in so all that together is what led me to decide, OK, I need better solutions because I'm always getting this BV. I'm always getting this irritation. Yet the only thing that I see on the counter is not helping. So what can I do? So I go to YouTube. Did you not go to a doctor? Did you ask anyone else in your family? You just said you, you went to YouTube to find out about your vagina? Okay, let me backtrack. All right. So I did, of course, I did go to my doctor and, you know, they're going to prescribe you the same metrodinazole, flagyl, it's the same thing. Yep. And funny enough, my body built resistance to it. I, I was on it so much that it literally stopped working. And I didn't think that was possible. That's common. A friend of mine used to get, oh, if, I want to say it may have been UTIs, but the UTIs would cause other just issues to where when she did get yeast infections, a monostat one day didn't work, a monostat three day didn't work. And she used to have to go and get the prescribed medication for yeast infections. 
And it would be like a week long of her taking prescription rate things because nothing over the counter worked. So that's actually, a, it's a common thing. Monistat definitely does not work. I don't even know how, I don't know why they're still selling your stuff. It just doesn't work. But yes, after the whole doctor situation, once I got, um, my body got adjusted to the antibiotics, that's when I turned to YouTube to look up natural remedies to keep the vaginal area clean. And back then, funny enough, they didn't really have a lot of remedies back then. It was still summer's eve, that all the tips to keep your feminine health um, uh, clean and nice. They were still using the bad products. It was just very select few people that I saw that were doing apple cider vinegar baths. Um, you know, they would soak in apple cider vinegar. So these were things and that- peroxide, cause, I've heard as well. That, that too, baking soda. So I thought to myself, okay, let me start putting some things together in the kitchen. Let me start whipping something for myself that I feel as though will help me. And funny enough, one thing led to another. When I made it, I tried it for myself. I'm like, oh shit, this actually works. Um, let me give it to somebody else and see what they say. So I gave it to my sister. She tried it. She loved it. I gave it to my best friend. She tried it. She loved it. And then they were like, yo, I think you should sell this. You might have something going on. What and was your that, first product? What was the first product you made that, that was that? The very first product I made was my Kitty Crack Feminine Wash. The Feminine Wash. So yeah. let's, well, well, then let's talk about that. If you were doing the research, um, again, you're, you're not a healthcare provider. You're not a doctor. What things did you start researching that did bring either benefits to the pH or didn't affect the pH? Like, which, like, which things did you start to use? First, when I did my research and I was looking up things that not like natural remedies for vaginal care. And it was from there I started educating myself on the various herbs, on the different essential oils. And that's when I started putting two to two together. And honestly, I have a natural knack for putting products together anyway. Everyone asks me, how do you know how to do these things? I'm sorry. I just know. Okay. So once I researched and I saw what herbs worked well with our, you know, female anatomy, I started experimenting. And I just kept experimenting over and over again until I got the right formulation. Did you have a partner again during this time? Because again, even we know, and, and just with sex, and we talked about it last time, but were you noticing different scents, even without a partner, if you were having sex, did you trial an error at all that way as well? Most definitely, yes. Um, I will say that when I do have sex, yes, the odor is a little bit off. And of course, the BV, yeah. But um, I've tried it both ways, like with sex and without sex, and the results are exactly the same. It is going to balance that pig. It's going to get rid of that odor, that dryness, any irritation. That's exactly what it's going to do. If you guys, again, received uh, the official box owner, most recent box, it featured kitty coke now we talked about the ph washes that are not so healthy the kitty coke is a bath salt concoction but something that will not irritate the vagina can we talk about that because there's epsom salt there's all the bubble baths and as women that's kind of how we relax but what have you seen is in the bath like products that aren't good for our vaginal intimate area? Um, the, some of the ingredients that I have seen are sulfates. As you guys may know, sulfates, you know, dry you out. 
Um, artificial perfume, you don't want to have artificial fragrances. You want to try to use um, uh, fragrances from essential oils because they're naturally uh, fragranted. Um, some things that I've also noticed were I noticed some like silicones and certain like washes and, and uh, pads. Yes, like that slip, like some of the washes when they have like that nice little slip to it, that's like a silicone. And it's just crazy how we're putting petrochemicals, um, um, silicones, um, sulfates, we're putting all those things inside of us and it's knocking the pH because our body's not absorbing it. So the 100%. reason why I, yeah, the re, so the reason why I made the kitty coat is like it's a natural vaginal conditioner and the ingredients inside of it, your body can actually use and absorb like aloe. Um, baking soda. It has pro-vitamin B5, which most soaps do not. I don't think any soap has this. It also has lavender essential oil, chamomile. These are all essential oils that work very well with the female anatomy. And uh, that's... And I will say that was one of the products that I really enjoyed most um, about your, your line, Millennial Naturals, especially because when we think of feminine hygiene, we think of things to help us pre a pH balance going off or after, but what the bath saw actually does, what the kitty Coke does, sorry, the kitty Coke, what it actually brings into your line is the part just about feminine wellness. A bubble bath is essential sometimes to our mental health. It relaxes us. A lot of us work very long hours and just want to relax. And the bath is where we sometimes do that. And so I love the idea a mindful bath bubble soak, so to speak, that isn't going to affect me in the days to come. Yeah, a lot of bath bombs. Um, I don't bath recommend bombs that. too. Yes. That's why when a lot of people hear about my soak, they're very hesitant because everyone kind of it's like an unspoken rule that those things are bad for you down there because of all yes. the coloring all the bubbles. And just so you know, I do have a soap that does contain bubbles, um, but these bu bubbles are derived from coconut sugars. So there is a natural form of surfactant that you can use that's not going to be irritable to the skin. And my wow. wolf, my wolf Pussy Kitty Coke, inspired by Sukihani, was a collab that we did. That one actually has um, foam and bubbles. But this particular one that the Charm is, Box is, is the soak. This soap, it doesn't have any bubbles. It's non-foaming, so it's not going to be irritating to the skin. It's super moisturizing. It doesn't have the same chemical ingredients that your typical bath bomb or bath powder or bath salt that you would get. This one is 100% natural. No colorants, no artificial fragrance, no um, nothing that's going to irritate the skin. It's literally 98% organic. But also the chamomile and lavender, those are relaxing scents. So I think you did an amazing job in selecting that. The lavender, I think, is probably the number one smell amongst women, first off. <laughs> we love a good lavender. Now, let me ask you, what are some of your other products and their purpose over at MillennialNaturals.com? Okay, so the top products that um, customers always get is the Kitty Crack. Because this is a daily cleansing. Love the names too, by the way. If you haven't noticed, they're all named after pseudo drugs. You know, the kitty crack, ecstasy, perks, and things like that. But <laughs> I would say the top products that everyone crave and they love are the kitty crack daily foaming feminine wash. You could actually use this product every single day. For the kitty coat, you don't have to use it every day. It's kind of like a once or twice a week kind of a thing or as needed. 
followed by my infamous Kitty Perks. Of course, we all know about the Boric Acid Suppositories. Yes. But the one thing about my suppositories is that mine contains Greek yogurt and aloe. In conversations with my friends, Boric Acid has definitely been the one that maybe the least amount of people know about. Ironically, too, girl, and I hope you have it on yours. There's been women who have bought um, the boric acid su suppositories from official box owner and have been like, girl, I didn't read the back label. I didn't know. I thought I was supposed to swallow them. And this is a concern, too, at how many of, of us as women are just unaware of even the things that we put into our body, so much so that we're not even reading the direction label, which is really unfortunate. But I want to know what your reason was for including the perks, <laughs> um, the boric acid suppositories, and, and kind of what you found as their benefits to feminine hygiene, as well as, of course, I'm sure your experience with, with BV and pH balance as well. Talk to me. Yeah, so with the boric acid suppositories, the way I found out about them was actually a recommendation by a friend. And she was like, have you ever heard of, um, I had already started selling my Kitty Crack and my Kitty Coke. So this, the perks came like much later on. And someone okay. told me, oh, have you ever tried boric acid suppositories? And I'm like, what is that? And then I had to, of course, research it. And you know me, once I start researching, I go in the kitchen, I start whipping up. Because what I've noticed about just boric acid by itself, it, I, for me, I can't speak for other women, it could be a little bit harsh for me. Like sometimes I mean, it doesn't. It, 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 and that's the crazy it's thing, crazy. ladies. If you look up boric acid, it could cause hesitance because it's used in so many other things that you would be like, whoa, I don't want to put that in, in, in my vagina. Because, yes. Again, do your research. You'll see where else it's used. However, again, I like to say, I guess it's science. There are parts of the boric acid that help in balancing out our pH and our bodies. And, and people need to know that the boric acid is derived from a, a mineral sea salt. So okay. they seem like it's so bad, but it's actually derived from sea salt. It has detoxing properties. And so let me ask you, with your boric acid suppositories, um, you mentioned the Greek yogurt, you mentioned the aloe. Are they more of the cream actual suppository or are they in a, a capsule as well? They're in the capsule. Okay, amazing. And so for yours, what instructions do you have? How often should someone use boric acid suppository? And at what times of the month make the most sense? If I purchase these perks, when should I use your boric, boric acid? So the, these are the three reasons why you should use the boric acid suppository. Number one, for obviously yeast infections. Number two, if you're having bacterial vaginosis slash odor. And number three, if your pH is a little off and usually our pH goes off when after sex or after our period. So I always recommend to use the boric acid for those three reasons and as needed. There's no specific regimen for these capsules, you just need to use them when those issues arise. So if you're prone to getting pH imbalances after your period, then you need to use these boric uh, suppositories for at least three to five days. Yeah, that's how I instruct. And that's three to five days after my period, correct? Um, you, you use three to five, um, sorry, let me backtrack. You have to wait until your period is completely over. Like there's no more okay. blood 
out. Then you will use the suppositories for three to five nights. And I will say, ladies, we've all kind of taken suppositories, whether it was those monostats or whatever the case may be. Um, my advice would be doing it overnight. So when you go to sleep, pop it in after your shower, maybe sleep that night with some cotton panties and a panty I'm liner. Sorry. I am so sorry. I forgot to mention that you did say how to use it. I am so sorry. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Use the um the uh, applicator. I have some perk applicators that they could put the suppository in and just for easy insert for my girls with long nails. Because you know, I, girl, listen. <laughs> so let me I can't. Use, have to use the. <laughs> do the applicators come with the purchase, or is that something that is an add-on on your website? It is an add-on, but I am contemplating on adding it together with the product. But for right now, it's separate purchase. And so, ladies, for those of y'all with the long nails, where you don't want to push a suppository up yeah. in your cootie cat. Does. Short fingers does. <laughs> All right. So, before we get out of here, again, I love what you are doing with the brand and the options that you have. Because I do feel like it's important now for us to be putting in our bodies, the things that make sense to us. Yes. Um, on a scientific level, um, as well, just forming these rituals with products that aren't created by capitalistic white men that know nothing about our bodies. So I would love for you to give advice to a woman, maybe a younger woman, maybe someone older. Like like you said, you you went through the journey and kind of had to teach yourself. And I think a lot of us women are there. What advice would you give? to a woman in the in the journey looking for a vaginal routine how should she find products that work for her and what would your advice be for her okay for a woman that is looking to start her feminine hygiene routine first i would act i would tell them to research um natural remedies more so than anything okay. else and more than likely if you're researching natural products for vaginal care you will see my brand pop up somewhere. So I would highly advise that they try to go for anything that's natural and also read the ingredients. It's very important that our people read because, you know, we don't like to read. We just see it and we buy it. Read the ingredients. Make sure that you don't have any allergies, of course, and also make yes. sure that it's, that it's compatible with your body and take it slow. The vaginal, I know I have a lot of products and I have products that do many different things. But take it slow. Start small. Start off with either a kitty crack wash or start off with like a kitty cold bath soap, something that's very mild and gentle and it's um, safe enough for everyone to use. And then see how your body reacts to it. Also do a patch test first. And that goes for anything. Yes. Um, start off with a feminine wash. So that will get you into your journey by washing daily. Because believe it or not, there are a lot of women that do not believe in washing their um, intimate area because, you know, we were taught by our doctors yep. not to wash down there, which is, a, I feel like it's a misinformation. We yep. are technically supposed to wash the vulva, not inside the vaginal canal, but the vulva Correct. With, with warm water and mild plant-based soap. So I would tell her, I would tell the young lady to start small, read ingredients, um, research, uh, start with a feminine wash or a soak. Um, try your best not to give fuck boys, you know, your cootie cat, especially not for free. Um, I, I, wanted, I wanted to pause you a little bit there because I think what you said was really, really good. Again, 
you have a ton of products. There's a ton of products out there. And I like your bit of advice to start slow. Because the worst thing that can happen, you know what I'm going to compare it to? A skincare routine. You don't ever really want to go to the skincare aisle and buy a whole bunch of products and buy and try them all at the same time. Because now you don't know which one is causing you to break out, which one is causing dryness, which one is making you oily. Like it's a, it's a process of kind of a trial and error, but I love starting with a pH wash, starting with the kitty crack, starting with maybe, you know, the kitty Coke, a bath, uh, 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 a bath wash. It helps to connect with your feminine energy too. That's one thing I love about the soak. It's a way to connect with your feminine divine. So it's a form of self love too. So I love it. But that's that's the thing, ladies. When you're when you're on this journey trying to figure out what is irritating you or what is throwing off the balance of your pH, it's super important to know that this is for sure a marathon, not a race. And you really have to take your time in trying products. And sometimes too, the same way with these with these period apps and, and learning your period. Um, we've had a lot of conversations on here. In order to track the what your period is, they, they tell you to give three months to track ovulation, to see what your actual cycle is. They say three months. And I would actually then add that to your bit of advice. In taking it slow, try one product for three months, make sure it doesn't cause any irritants, any irritation, and then add to that routine. Add something later, add, add the suppositories. If you see, okay, this is taking good, but uh, maybe I need a little bit more. Miss Miracle, I'm so glad that you joined me today. Could you go ahead and let us know where else any of our listeners can find you and your product? Yes, you all can follow me on my social media is at Millennial Naturals. Um, Millennial Naturals spelled with um, two L's and two N's. So it's very important. And it's funny enough, because I'm shadow banned, you have to spell out my entire name. Yes. And with the S at the end for naturals. You could also find me on TikTok at kitty underscore cartel with a K. When you spell cartels with a K. You could also find me on Twitter at kitty underscore cartel as well. And um, those are the only social media platforms. I love that. Well, guys, all of that information will be in the description of this episode. Again, thank you so very much for being a partner with us over at Official Box Owner. I'm signing out.